At daybreak on the first day of the week, a woman who had, the woman, women who had come from Galilee with Jesus took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were puzzling over this, behold, two men in dazzling garments appeared to them. They were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. They said to them, Why are you seeking the living one among the dead? He is not here. He has been risen. Remember that he said to you while he was still in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and rise on the third day. And they remembered his words. Then they returned from the tomb and announced all these things to the eleven and to all the others. The women were Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary, the mother of James. The others who accompanied them also told this to the apostles, but their story seemed like nonsense, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, bent down, and saw the burial cloths alone. Then he went home amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of the Lord. Why are we here today? Why are we here? We have two major celebrations in the church, right? We have, we have Easter and we have Christmas, right? Those are the kind of the two biggest celebrations that we have. And Christmas, everybody can get behind, right? I think a lot of, a lot of people who don't believe in, believe in Jesus still celebrate Christmas, right? No problem there, right? Everybody loves a newborn baby, right? Everybody can celebrate a birthday, right? And that's what we do at Christmas. We celebrate the birthday of Jesus. It's a lot harder to celebrate today. Other than the Easter Bunny, which is kind of, you know, whatever that is. Um, (laughs) what, What do we have about Easter that everybody can get behind? We have a man who died, who was crucified, who was beaten, and something happened. Something happened on the third day. And we say, well, what are the different options, right? One of the options is nothing happened, right? It's all just made up. One of the other options is, and is purported in the, in the Gospels, is that the Pharisees and the Sadducees tried to do, is to say that the body was just stolen, Right? It was just stolen. There's nothing really happened there. The burial cloths were put off to the side. The body was stolen. And, and that's it. A man died and he stayed dead. And they hid his body. And if that's the case, what we're doing today is, is absolutely meaningless. Faith in Jesus Christ and everything that he said is meaningless. All his apostles and disciples who followed after him and continued to speak on his behalf is meaningless. And in fact, not even meaningless, but also a lie, which, if that is the case, is evil. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, what we hear in the Gospels, what we hear from Peter in the first reading, is a lie. 
But if Jesus did rise from the dead, if what Peter says is true, if he truly experienced something, if he saw the resurrection of the dead, if those women saw an angel and finally understood what Jesus was trying to get across, then that changes everything. It changes all of history. It changes humanity. Because all of a sudden, we're not doomed to death. This is more important than even the iPhone or internet or all those other things, right? That radically changes our life. Absolutely, right? The internet, the cars, everything. Those have radically changed the way that humans live in this world. The resurrection changes it even more. It changes everything about our relationship with God and what we expect out of this life here on earth. It changes everything because it confirms what Jesus Christ spoke about and that Jesus is who He says He was. Now again, if the resurrection didn't happen, none of this means anything. St. Paul, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, kind of very much tells this to the Corinthians. He says, If Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain, and your faith is in vain. But then he goes on even further. If for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are of all men most to be pitied. He says, if, if the resurrection isn't true, right, what I'm saying doesn't matter, and that I should be pitied. Pity, because I am giving up my life in this way, and yet, it's a fake. It's a lie. We can sometimes live our life as though the resurrection didn't happen. As though it's just a lie. As though it's, it's just one other part. It's one other channel on the TV. It's one other app on our phone. But it's not. It radically changes everything that we do. It should transform every single moment of our life. Because all of a sudden, we realize that death no longer has that hold over us if we live in union with Jesus Christ. It changes everything. We come here today on this Easter to celebrate that fact. In a moment, we'll renew our baptismal promises. Certainly, many of you were baptized when we were a baby, and, and maybe, right, you didn't have that uh, to be able to say whether you accepted Jesus Christ, whether you renounced Satan. And, and that's good to be baptized as a child, because guess what? That opens up that relationship and enters you into the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But we constantly have to renew our baptismal promises and how we act and what we do. And so we have an opportunity to do that. And then I'll sprinkle you with holy water to once again remember your baptism in that. We can either allow the resurrection Easter to just be another nice holiday like Christmas where we just walk by and say, that's nice. But if we really think about it, Easter demands an answer. 
It demands a response. Because either it's a lie and it's evil, or it's the truth and it changes everything.